One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you think about horror, uh-huh. we both dis- we're both scared of like religious horror. Yes. Emis and Jodro non importante. Stop with that. Come on. <laughs> That's like one of my best impressions. I only have like three. That's sad. But like cosmic horror that's like on a whole nother level those (laughs) cosmic noises hi i'm joe and i'm lauren and we are the the narrow Narrow nerds yes that was on time i feel pretty good i feel pretty good about that I want to talk about it. That's how he says it. it. He says it with like the strong T at the end. Okay. Are we talking Tim Curry or no, are we talking Scar? I'm talking Scarsgard, like okay. one of your loves. Because like when he oh, no, t- no, I love his brother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. His brother's yeah. a very attractive man. Um, Eric no, North when he's man. like talking to Georgie, he's like, "Go ahead, take it." You know, so apparently, creepy. like when he was filming it, there in some of the spots, he's actually speaking Swedish. Really? Yeah, or Danish. They're oh. either from Denmark or from Sweden. Either way, I think it Swedish. just made me really hungry because I love Swedish fish <laughs> and I like Danishes. So it's a win-win for me. All right, then. All right, so we're, we were talking about It. We're talking about the remake that just came out. Yes. Yeah. Really, really excited. And the goal is not just to talk about how what we liked about the new movie, but compare Most it to the original. And then, because I have to take it literary, we're going to connect this to Lovecraft. Boom. And we're going to talk cosmic horror. Not cosmic horrors. That's a whole separate episode. <laughs> so, movie It just came out. Oh, it's really, really this good. This book and this movie and originally terrified children and adults everywhere. Stephen King, hats off to you, sir. Yeah, Stephen King, he's, he's awesome. Kind of a weird guy. I guess that's why he's awesome. That's why he's the father of horror and so the just modern cl- horror. Just clowns in general, eh, kind of creepy. Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, really, really creepy. I hate really those creepy. movies. Those I, are like I, actually, gore porn. Ha- like... House of a Thousand Corpses, absolutely gore porn. Devil's Rejects, not so much. I actually like that one a lot more. But I'm pretty Mm-mm. sick and twisted. 
Mm-mm. I don't like those movies. And it's like Hostel or House of Wax. Ugh. Oh, House of Wax was awful. Hostel. Was that was even one with Paris worse. Hilton, right? She it was. was. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, it wasn't as good as her first movie, One Night in Paris. <sighs> that actually. Really? The acting in that movie was horrible. Wow. <laughs> Moving on back to the subject at Oh, oh no, but um, House of a Thousand Corpses, you know who was in it? Rob Zombie. No, yes, but no. Uh, That's all it matters. Dwight from The Office. Yes, he was. How is he more important than Rob freaking Zombie? Well, because Rob Zombie's movie, so like you know he's in it. It's weird that Rain Wilson is in the movie. All right, I'll so, yeah. give you that. Yeah, by the way, the movie's terrible. No, it's not terrible. The movie's entertaining, but it is gore porn. Yeah, I, I, I don't like watching. Because um... when the character's name is Dr. Satan. I mean, yeah, it's that's not a, that's a be bad. That's a that's a good indicator that you're not going to have a lot of character development. <laughs> I agree with that wholeheartedly. So, like the new It movie, kind of blew me away. I was, uh, I yeah. really, I love horror movies. Like I, I do. I uh-huh. like to be scared. I, I don't know if that's like it's not a sadomasochist thing. I'm not like, oh, I want to be in pain. I just really like the. Fe- it's like I love roller coasters. I like jumping out of airplanes. Skydiving was amazing. It was. Don't look creepy. Okay. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Okay. Come on. You're an ass kicker. You're I haven't done that yet. So. Oh. Hmm. 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 Not necessarily on my oh. top 10 things to do. Oh, maybe it's because I am Joe the Brave. Okay. I'll give you that. It's Lauren the Wuss. Okay. Come on. I'll take any victory I can take over you. So so anyway, so like I like a good horror movie, but unfortunately, there's not a lot of really good ones. There's a ton of gore porn where it's yes. like, I don't know how to write a story or develop characters hear some blood exactly or yeah or excessive mutilation and torture right there's no innuendo there's no there's like there's real nothing. horror movies is about the ambiance right. right you don't want to see the bad guy too much of a bad guy or of the evil thing or the ghost or whatever it totally kind of ruins it it's the suspense it's the creep factor it's the oh my god is it going to come now that's the best part of the horror movie. Right, right. No, I, I I agree with that. It's it's the shock, you know. It's you know it, it's the um it's the journey. Okay. You know the end is like okay, well we get to the end of it and it's like yeah, well there's the bad guy and there's like it's the journey getting there that's creepy. It's the creaking door. Mm-hmm. It's the squeaky step. Mm-hmm. It's it's all of that. It's the lights going out. It's all of these like little things that make an amazing horror movie. And see, that's what I think about the new it. We saw it too much. Like my favorite part of the new movie or like my the creepiest part is when oh what's the little fat kid's name? I can't remember. Eddie? Uh, is no. it is it Fatty Mick Eats Food? Oh, stop it. So the the little fat kid, I can't remember. He was his adorable name. though. He wasn't was. He? I loved him. Even I felt they so... did change some of the characters compared to the original of who who did what part. Um, but the I can't remember his name. Um, when he was in the library. Mm-hmm. And oh. he's going through the books. The librarian in the back, that creepy ass like stance and smile where it was kind of out of focus. I think that was the most terrifying part of the movie. What, what was terrifying in the movie? All of the adults. Every adult oh, in this movie was, was useless creepy. and creepy. All of them. I have a, I know why, or I have a theory. I don't know if it's canon because I didn't read the book, but I know why. <laughs> and why is that, Lauren? Well, well, we haven't gotten there yet. Lauren. We haven't gotten there oh, yet. Okay, I'll, I'll also get, a, a, not an issue, but like, dude, that bully Oh, little sadist was yeah. so amped. Yeah, like that. He was excessive. Oh yeah, I've seen a million bullies. This guy went from zero to literally cut your flesh with a knife. 
like that. It was insane. Well, that's what it does. Oh man, it, that's it, how it was he weird. feeds. So yeah, no, he he was really, really. It was good. I, I love his interpretation of the character. Scarsgars, right? Scarsgard. Yeah, it, it it was great. The original. So I actually, before we started talking about this, I kind of compared it to um, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Tim Curry's original it is like Nicholson's Joker. It's perfect for what it is in mm-hmm. that movie. The updated version, it's like comparing it to like I compared it to Heath Ledger's Joker. Obviously not as it's not Oscar worthy. Yeah, it's not Oscar worthy. It's nowhere near that level of performance, that level of um awesomeness for lack of terms but in the sense of the type of character it's, yeah, it's playing the, the updated today reboot f- reboot character i thought it was phenomenal i thought it was so good because i was like he has to be good it has to be pennywise has to be good or the movie is gonna fail and when i first saw the makeup i was like man they're gonna make it like slasher horror see i like the makeup no no i yeah. saw it i once i saw the movie when i just saw like the original like the concept and like that, i was like they're just going to make it. It's going to be like all of these other, you know, um, uh, carbon copy cut out uh, cookie cutter horror movies. See, and I felt that this version of it was actually a generic movie. Like, yeah, I well, yeah, yeah the, the movie itself. Right. Yeah. And it felt more like a generic horror movie that I would see nowadays. Like it was it, it felt updated for the times, mm-hmm. but it kind of lost something within it. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the scariest part for me in the movie was the redheads hair. Uh, her hair her hair was horrible i don't know what they did but it just looked really weird oh the actress the actress so, it was so distracting to no, me so i guess what happened the the little girl right yeah beverly, beverly um yes. she had extensions because they she had a pixie cut when she went to the audition and That's... they told her she didn't look girly enough so she came back for her second call with extensions and so they said cool come with extensions and then apparently like the very first thing they had her do was chop her hair off that's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So there was something about her hair the entire movie. It was very distracting. Like, if anything, she needed to go to Jeffrey Does My Hair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that th- that was uh, uh, one of the issues I had with the movie. I really enjoyed it uh, from top to bottom. I really enjoyed almost the entire movie. Obviously, Pennywise will always be Tim Curry. Yes. he Just like Jack Nicholson Terrifying. will always be the Joker. Yes, Heath Ledger. Oh, well, Heath Ledger is the Joker. Yeah. But Jack Nicholson was the Joker. He he jumped off the comic book. He kind of mm-hmm. created that character just like Tim Curry did. You know, I mean, I think they're both tens for what they are. Do you know who was uh, in the running to be the uh, other than Skarsgård to be Pennywise? Hmm. I don't. King of the nerds, Hugo Weaving. <gasps> oh, that would have been a whole different take. And the reason they didn't give it to Hugo Weaving is because he couldn't do playful. Mm-hmm. He or like creepy playful. He could only do like creepy serious. Intense, yeah. Yeah. So they it would wanted... have been a much more intimidating. Not that Pennywise isn't intimidating, but he's welcoming. Like at the yeah. beginning, he's like, hey, Georgie. <laughs> yeah. Was it's that like, a good Pennywise? I, no. But I would have wanted to see like my, my, like my, um, like king, king of the nerds, right? Like who is Hugo Weaving? He's V. He's Elrond. He's uh, Red Skull. He's um, Megatron. He's Megatron. The voice of Megatron. He's Mr. Smith. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. yeah Agent Mr. Smith. Agent Smith. Um, I mean, like, you don't get much more epic than that. He crosses yeah. fandoms, guys. He does. He does. Right? Yeah. He's king of the nerds. Um, so that would have been fabulous. Uh, so, but, like, as children, even, you know, for someone who's as old as Joe, uh, 
It was frightening. Speaking and it was a TV movie. It, it was, was a TV That's movie. Right. I forgot about that. It and, wasn't in the theaters. And so one, budget was a lot lower. And two, there was a lot more uh, constraints on what they could show on TV. Because I think it was an ABC uh, movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like you already got constraints there. And but I, I think I remember the part that was the most scary for me growing up. I was like six and my cousin and I were at her house in her room and her brothers were watching it. And so we weren't supposed to be watching it. We happened to walk out of her room and into the living room as they were watching it right when the balloon filled and then exploded. So that was the other thing I had is like the overkill issue for Beverly when the blood, you know, came out of the sink and coated the entire room. And I was like, yeah, okay. It was this a is, lot. There's a little much. We it get it. It's I a saw, metaphor for puberty. I get it. I saw Carrie. I don't want to see that much blood yeah. again. Yeah, it was It was pretty. I was like, okay, no. So some of this I felt was like less creepy by how Hollywood it was, mm-hmm. right? Versus when we grew up, it was that that balloon of blood that exploded. Mm-hmm. And I remember we saw that. We screamed and we ran. <laughs> we were ter- Like, that was it. I was like, done. And then- When um, you're a kid running, where are you going? Oh, we just ran back to our room and slammed the door. I, 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 You know what I loved as a kid when things got scary? Mm. How, how could you protect yourself? You just cover yourself. Yeah, no, I, I we actually grabbed weapons when I was growing up. <laughs> we grew up very differently. Yes, yes. We like, grabbed weapons in my I, house. I would take the, the sheets and I'd cover my head because clearly ghosts and monsters and evil things, they can't get you if you have a thin layer of cotton over your head. You know what I did? So I would have a rosary literally like above my bed. So I had my <sighs> rosary. Do you know what I had? Like again, my bed was against the wall and there was like a little bit of space. You know what I had down there? Shotgun? I had a fucking katana. Did you really? Yeah. Wait, like a, a sharp one? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we grew up very differently. So I was like, so Joe was hiding from the monsters. I don't was do like, the, Don't do the quote fingers. I was hiding. So Joe was hiding from the monsters, and I was there like, come at me, bitch. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a rosary, and I got my sword. You know, you and know, then you when I, I didn't have the sword, I had an airsoft gun under my pillow. Oh, uh, uh, Between like the bed, what I had? Lightsaber. Okay. Old school plastic lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, what's what's more intimidating? The force. Katana. That was a, actually sharp. Or a bright lime green lightsaber. <laughs> You'll blind them. <laughs> it, it would glow in the dark. Yes. See? Kind of killing it. So you like the new one. I didn't. I, I did not dislike it. Mm-hmm. But I was not. I was underwhelmed. I, I'll totally fanboy on it. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was just underwhelmed. Like, I had higher expectations. Like, I felt like the trailers were creepier than the movie. You know what was really creepy to me when he did his dance? No, I was literally like, okay. That, that I get was... it, Pennywise the Dancing Clown, but I was like, this is an awkward place to kind of have it. Also, the whole conversation he had with Georgie. Like, that whole conversation oh, creeped yeah. me out. Well, of course. But I, that was creepy as fuck, too. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the creep factor was, like I said, lost because we saw the monster too much. We yeah, saw too much of, of it. And there was too there was so much um, computer, you know, CGI going on. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of like less CGI, mm-hmm. like more practical effects. Because yeah. like, what is that movie from the 80s? It was, I think, um, what's the master of horror? Horror? His name was something Winston. Winston. And it, was it the fly or something where it's like with Goldblum and oh the fly was amazing yeah, like and those practical effects are scary as fuck. Can I tell you the, the best practical effects I think I've ever seen? Mm. Um, the thing, John Carpenter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like everything in that movie is disgusting and horrible. 
everything is practical. Yes. There's like no CGI. It's like, yes. oh, if you see like the arms being ripped out because the Something's stomach being ripped out. Like, those are real, uh, not real arms, but those but are like somebody made that. They're to physically look that way. tangible. Like yeah. you can touch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. that's why like some of the best movies look uh, even high block, like as much as, you know, Michael Bay, Michael Bay movies, man. That is frightening. Right? But at least the explosions look really yeah, cool because most of the amazing. time those are practical. They're real. They're done live. And captured, so there's always it looks better when you can do practical live event, yeah, uh, effects. Yeah, because the the explosions are practical. Yeah, the the rest is tra- is the, like garbage. But the script is not non-existent. Yeah, that's um, true. But if you want to see, you know, Megan Fox in booty shorts lean over on a car. However, it. in the second one, that was a lot of that. Her was CGI'd. Are you serious? Yeah, I was, why? In one of the interviews, they're saying they wanted her to look like the hottest thing alive. So they actually went through and like CGI'd like her butt bigger or different things. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Weird. Right? I don't know how I feel about that. But um, they should have uh, CGI'd, CGI'd her a personality. Oh, leave Aww. Megan Fox alone. No. Leave her alone. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So, yeah, I think that was my biggest issue is too much CGI. We saw too much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I, I think that's why I, I was just underwhelmed. It wasn't a bad movie. I'm going to go see the next one, but it was just underwhelmed. Yeah, I'm really excited about the next one because Professor X is going to be in it. It has Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. It has um, uh, Isaiah Mustafa. And mm-hmm. he's a dude from the Old Spice commercials. I'm on a horse. Yes. I'm like really excited about the cast. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. It makes me happy. So the thing I love is then tying this back into greater literary themes. Mm-hmm. So again, the movies come from a book written by, as we said, Stephen King called It. And so going back to why the adults are also the creepiest part of this movie, right? Because they're all very bad and strange. And and the creep factor is there, like Beverly's dad. And I think it was Richard's mom, the the, the hypochondriac, the one that, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was so uncomfortable with every scene she was in. Right? That's the point. You're supposed to feel creeped out by that. So from the book, it kind of created Derry, which is the name of the town, D-E-R-R-Y. And so Derry, again, they mentioned it in the movie where like disappearances and deaths are higher than the national averages, blah, blah, blah. But the reason that is, is so there's like, it's almost like there's a, like a barrier around the town mm-hmm. of what happens there. And so like the adults, everyone knows things happen, but no one acknowledges, no one does anything because it's almost like they can't. Right. They don't see. That's the whole thing is they don't see what's going on. That's why kids are going missing. And they're showing up dead and mutilated in, in oh. every 27 years, right? Yeah. yeah every 27 years. So, um, but that's because like it created a feeding ground. It created the city of Derry. Like, the city of Derry is basically like his Denny's. Yeah, exactly. Change the R's for N's. And so that's so he eats there. And the way the reason that is, is like even when the kids leave Derry and they have their lives as architects or movie stars or whatever, they can't really remember their childhood. They can't really remember what went on. And it's almost like when you pass the city borders, like there's like a memory charm going on. And the reason this is, is because it is a cosmic being. It is an extraterrestrial being that came to Earth millions of years ago. And, right? And this cosmic being feeds on fear, on imagination, off children's fear. 
And so literally he creates this, like if you think about it, like a petting zoo, he's like, here's my petting zoo where I'm going to terrify people so I can feed. Right. Yeah. That's that's weird. Mm -hmm. I wonder why like fear is the only thing it can eat. It's kind of like Monsters, Inc. Mm -hmm. Remember like the screaming? They're like, oh, I get children's screams and it powers Mm -hmm. our stuff. But then like they found out that like laughter was Mm -hmm. even more powerful. What if love? Well, it's so much more delicious. Well, that's because um, in a larger like mythos, maybe um, there's other cosmic beings that mm-hmm. feed on different things. Oh. So it's not like it's not like fear is the only sustenance that people can have. Right. It just happens to be that it as this cosmic being only feeds off that. Right. Like um, Galactus only feeds on planets. Exactly. Why can't he eat stars? The planet because the stars aren't as good. Exactly. Planets so, he's the planet devourer. Right. That's why he that's why it needs fear. Ah. Now this ties into a older um idea of cosmic horror and we can thank uh HP Lovecraft as the father of modern cosmic horror. Yeah. And his books come from the 1920s. If you have been around any sort of nerdy thing, you might have heard of who Cthulhu is. Right. Right? You might have was it a video game or something you were oh, saying? There's a video game called Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Call of Cthulhu is <laughs> also the name of the book about Cthulhu. Right. And if you um watched Hellboy, he makes an appearance in Hellboy. The movie? Yeah. Which one? You know what like the the hellscape? You know that thing that's just kind of like floating around? Oh. That's technically Cthulhu. Oh, mm. I didn't even realize that. So Cthulhu <laughs> is this um, dead cosmic being. So in Lovecraft, there's these um, amoral cosmic entities, kind of godlike creatures that uh, run the cosmos. And, and, and they, they're opposed to each other. They're amoral. Um, and they feed on different things. And so basically, it's like they're playing games with human lives. Like, we're ants to them, and they're just playing games. Wow, right? That, that's a lot like the Eternals okay, in Marvel. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. weird. So there, and so there's Cthulhu, who he's dead, but not dead. He's this dead entity. He li- he's been entombed in it's what's called the House of Relay, which is supposed to be under the ocean. Right? So in the ocean, he, he dwells. In this palace, this oh, huge palace. You mean our ocean that we've never seen the bottom of and we still don't know what's like 100% in it? Correct. That ocean? Correct. Okay. So he's supposed to he's supposed to be dead but dreaming. And oh. he sends and he sows chaos and discord in the world by sending out nightmares and dreams. Oh. And so these cosmic beings, they're, it's supposed to be things that are so unmanageable to our mortal minds that it would literally destroy us. Like we mm. cannot... Um, understand this. Like, there's no way we can, that the concepts of these beings and of their motivations and what they look like is, it would be so much, it would destroy, like, our feeble, right. it, tiny it'd be, minds. It'd be like us trying to hold on to an infinity stone. We just couldn't do it. We're yeah, regular exactly. mortals. Right. It would just destroy us. And so, like, a lot of the times, the way they're described, it's like they're it, the people who have seen the face of cosmic horror. So it's like where you stare into the abyss. Instead of the abyss just staring back at you, it like will destroy you. Like it's it's so incomprehensible to mortals, to humans. Dude, we can't even look at an eclipse. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you think of it like that. Oh god. So it, the idea of it of being this entity, comes out of Lovecraftian lore. And again, Cthulhu. If uh, I forgot to mention, you would know him because he looks like octop- like an octopus head. Yeah, he looks like, like a if you face. watched. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Um, oh, Davy Jones. Does look like Davy there you go, Davy Jones. Just imagine that, but like on a 
monumental gargantuan size that's kind of evil right but like, not evil. like the size of like galactus or like the size not as no big. it's not that big because like it still dwells like in our ocean um, um a mountain right sure you, you sure let's call it that yeah um but there's all these other forces and again to tie it into other further nerdy books that we all love is game of thrones somehow it gets nerdier yes we tie this to game of thrones if right. you are a fan of george R. R. martin um there is not only allusions, literary allusions to Lovecraft, which, uh, you know, like he does little callbacks to Lovecraft or something like that. There is straight up borrowing from Lovecraftian lore in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So Lovecraft, with the idea of this abstract cosmic horror, really put into Game of Thrones makes us think about like, hey, what's really Game of Thrones about? Is it really about the mortal games? Right. Is it is about... That picture? Right. There's a bigger picture. What's really going on? I always think back to the end of Men in Black when their aliens are playing marbles with our galaxy. Right. Right? (laughs) Right. We thought like this entire movie is like, oh, this is like the biggest thing. Nope. Or um, that Rick and Morty episode. Right. Where they create the little worlds. Oh, the tiny verse. Yeah. The tiny verse. Yeah. It turns out we're just a battery in a car. That's so weird to think about. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Now I'm depressed. Exactly. Existential crisis, everyone. Nope, Nihilism. No, nope. nope. we, we, we mean everything. Everything we do means something because we are all love. <laughs> what is my purpose? What to is, spread butter. You, you spread butter. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I like the whole cosmic thing because, I mean, we've conquered Earth. Not like Have we? Conquerors, we? Have we? But we've seen, for the most part, most of the things that we can see except for like the ocean no I think no we no need to figure there's out- parts of the world that in jungles and mountainscapes and all that that we have not seen or discovered that's true i think i'm just really fascinated with outer space yes i know? think that's it like i i like jump on the internet and i'm like oh dark side of the moon not the crappy transformers movie but like the real dark side of the moon <gasps> did you watch that movie where it was about it was a horror movie about the dark side of the moon no I didn't yeah that was, was kind of creepy it's not a, it's not the best horror movie but it was kind of creepy if you play pink floyd's dark side of the moon at the same time does it coincide i don't know <laughs> actually for some reason you just made me think about chernobyl Chernobyl. Yeah. I actually. Oh, there was a horror movie about that. Oh, why. there there was. There was actually Chernobyl fascinates me. Like I want to. I want to go. I want to go there. I watch videos about nuclear disasters. Oh my! God. <laughs> is this like a confession? So this is so weird. It's always about planning, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Contingency plans, y'all. I'm not saying I'm going to set oh one god. off, you're or I'm like trying to plan for. You're one. like a doomsday prepper. I don't have a bunker in my if, backyard. If I, ever I have a ranch in Arizona. Say, All right. When the shit goes down, because that's like, you know, when the shit hits the fan, that's what all doomsday preppers say. I say that. Do you really? Like if there's a zombie apocalypse, we have a plan. Oh, my God. I We have a ranch in Arizona. I prep for zombie apocalypse every time I walk into a Costco. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to take these safes. I'm going to block off the door. Then I'm going to do this. And I'm going to eat here. And I'm going to do. Yeah, I have it all planned out. So like I'm going straight to Costco. My zombie land would be in Costco. That'd be fun. Yeah. And I think they would have plenty of Twinkies, I would think. I don't like Twinkies. Nothing. You know, it, no, plenty. Do you, have you ever had a Twinkie? Yes, I've had a Twinkie. Okay. I don't well, like it. Remember, I date the woman who doesn't eat any of that stuff, and she's oh, I don't. I wonder I've what had that. like a bite of a Twinkie. It's okay. not. Like, I don't think I've eaten a whole one because I think I took a bite and was like, oh my god. Oh, it tastes like chemicals. Yeah, and all because sugar. It is. Yes. Oh, you know what's really good though? What chemicals and sugar? No. Nah. Oh, god. don't drink chemicals and sugar, kids. No, 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 no. Drink water. Water is good for you. Yes, but there's water in beer too, right? Technically, it's a liquid. Yeah, see? I'm allergic. Are you allergic to beer? We've had this discussion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had a brain injury. We've yeah. had that discussion. That's why too. I can't have kombucha. Ugh. 
By the way, I found I found my my favorite kombucha, Doctor Brew. Uh huh. I think. Sure. Doctor Brew we'll uh, kombucha. That. So all kombucha kind of tastes like vinegar to me. I hate vinegar. I'm not a big fan. When anybody has vinegar, I kind of have to leave the room. Uh, this did not taste like vinegar. It was apple cinnamon, and it tasted like delicious a delicious elixir. What if it is just waiting for you to get complacent and enjoy it, and then he's going to turn it into vinegar? I would kick it in his in his little giblets. Right, because how do you defeat it? You can't be scared. No, I can't, but I'm afraid of everything. I grew up afraid of everything. Honestly, if I saw a clown come in right now, I would scream. Are you afraid of clowns? Like, what are your fears? I I don't think I'm scared of clowns. I like the movies that scare the crap out of me are religious movies. Oh, have you seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No. Oh, if you ever know how to kill a killer clown from outer space, shoot him in the nose. There are several people out there who know what I'm talking about. Okay. Seriously, it's terrible, but you have okay. to see the movie. Okay. Um, yeah, religious movies are really creepy because yeah. religion is just kind of I went to Catholic school. Yeah. Obviously, religion is creepy. I will. I actually will hold a rosary while I'm watching some of these horror movies. I won't. <laughs> so, not very many movies really scare me. The mm-hmm. Exorcist scared me because mm-hmm. I saw The Exorcist the first time in life. I was like three or four years old. My sisters were babysitting me, and they put it on, and I watched it. it Those was, are cruel sisters. It wasn't very nice. I, I was scarred because for the next, I think it was almost two full years. I slept facing the wall because in my head, if I turned around, Linda Blair was in bed with me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. That's this terrifying. Is how I, this is how I grew up. But what was really, really satisfied is, satisfying was watching my sisters get their ass kicked by my mom when she oh, realized what they, did. they let me see The Exorcist. Yeah. They also let me see I Spit on Your Grave, which is this horrible. I'm not even going to get into it because it's okay. really, really rough. But like I saw this movie, I was like six, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I should not be watching this. I watched it, but I should not be watching this. Okay. Yeah. Um, See, uh, growing up, I was allowed to watch rated R movies as long as it was rated R for violence. But not the sex side. Nope. Right? Nope. I think the first time we went to a movie theater, I think I mentioned this once, is like my parents dropped my brother and I off while they went to park the car. So I was buying us movie tickets. So I go up and I was like, can I have four tickets to Blade? And the girl's like, four. I was like, yeah, two kids and two adults, please. And it's just me. Like, I'm like 12 and my 10-year-old brother. And the girl at the day, she didn't even like card me. She was like, oh, no, okay. she, was, she was probably like 16. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like I got way, to go watch Blade. There was sex in Blade. Yeah, but it wasn't like gratuitous. It wasn't. Scenes. No, it wasn't. But it was rated R for violence and blood and gore. And I was like, yay, Blade. Yay, blood and gore. Yes. Yeah. No, I um, love Blade. That's such an awesome movie. Well, yeah, the, the first two were great. The third was a movie. Um, <laughs> it, uh, Stigmata scared me. Stigmata scared it, me it too. Really, it really scared me. Stir of Echoes. I don't know if you've ever I didn't seen see it. that. Scared the piss out of me. Not necessarily religion, but a little bit of kind of like voodoo, which is. Of. <gasps> Yeah. That's no. Um, there's a movie called The Skeleton Key oh. with Kate Hudson. Oh, The Skeleton Skeleton Key, which I've talked about before. I tell my friends all the time. People are like, "Oh my god, Get Out was amazing and so original." I was like, "Watch no, Skeleton, Skeleton Key. Key, guys." You know what I'm talking about? It's kind. It's similar. It's, it's a really, really great reversal. Um, because the person you want to win does not win. No. Yeah, it was really depressing. Yeah, you think you're it's all good and then nope. 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 You're like, "Oh, the hero's gonna Nope, the hero's trapped it forever." It was like a really good M Night Shyamalan twist. Oh man, yeah, it was like Infinity War, the end of Infinity War, but you, you there's no sequel to be like, "Oh yeah, everything worked I out." I wanted a sequel for that. See, I was like, here. "I want to see what happened." But Maybe it was Maybe the sequel would be kind of Get Out. 
inverted, like an inverse. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. kind of the same thing. But it's a pretty cool movie. Like, I never thought I would like Kate Hudson in like a suspense slash horror movie. Right. But right. it was fabulous. I really, I really, that to me, one of them, it was very underrated. Yeah. I, I enjoyed I agree. that. And but that movie creeped me out. Yeah, like uh, it wasn't horror, like terrifying, but it was like creepy. No, there, there was no gore. No, there was no blood. There was no very anything. little jump scares. Yeah, like, it was well used. Like the way the movie is, like you don't, you, you think it's a ghost movie. You think it's a horror movie. It's no, a suspense movie. It it's is. not horror. Yeah, absolutely, it's a suspense thriller. Yeah. And just the ambiance. I love that word. Yes, the ambiance, which was, is how was, good horror should be. Good, yes, good it, scary it, it was really creepy. It was really scary. Like it, it, it built a picture. And you think it's voodoo, but. It's- no. Yeah. 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 It's really weird. Anyways, you, you that's a good totally one. Go watch Skeleton Key. Um, the Conjuring is one of my top three Conjuring's favorite good. movies, like a horror movies yeah. ever. Conjuring one and two, Insidious one and two. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed. Like they're top. They're not top tier. They're yeah. just under. Um, I like the right, which was with Anthony oh, Hopkins. Anthony Hop- well, he can do no wrong. Yeah. Well, and basically, I was watching. I was like, look, it's Hannibal Lecter as a priest. Kind of that yeah. feeling, was- that intensity. At, at towards the end um but it was good at creating creepiness that was the thing good creepiness you know, anthony hopkins even in like four no just in even like oh. period pieces he's yeah. pretty creepy oh i love anthony hopkins anything any movies and i'll watch it so will i yeah except that sex tape i don't know if i want to see that oh i'm just God, kidding just stop yourself <laughs> um the other thing I was thinking, um, if we're going back to comic books, I love Constantine. Constantine was... You I know, love the, the movie. Wait, the, the original one? The, I like the um, movie with um, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I, so, do, so did I. I'm not a big fan of... of not the TV show of that Shia they LaBeouf. did. The TV show, apparently, like, I actually his take liked is really good. Shia LaBeouf in, like, that was, like, still when he was, like, pre-douchebag That's Shia LaBeouf. true. Can I tell you my favorite part? When he, like, bounced up and down on the floor <gasps> in the ceiling. You're so mean! That was my favorite. I laughed so hard because it was like oh everything is great nope okay speaking of it you know who else was in the running to be it let me tie it on back tilda swinton because she is oh, everything weird right in constantine she's gabriel she she was a great gabriel she was a that great really gabriel. confused me because i was younger she was supposed to be gender ambiguous so and she was and for she the most did part. great yeah. androgyny guys um so uh, then she, you know, she could have been. Then she was it. the ancient one. She, she flipped been, yeah. the gender role there. She could have been it. Oh, that would have been creepy because yeah. she's kind of creepy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she. she. And in Constantine. Yeah. I She did a fabulous job. I also like the guy, the actor who played the devil. Yeah. Although the, he kind of looks like Bruce Willis. He, well, you know, he was in a movie with Bruce Willis. Yeah. It, Ar- Armageddon. Armageddon. He, was, he was a crazy He's the Russian, Russian guy. guy. Like there's an insane Russian And dude. he was He's also awesome. in Bad Guys too. Bad Boys? Yeah. Thank you. So, oh, wow. Like, Sorry, yeah, like, bad boys bad too. Oh, yeah. he, he was also in uh, a Fargo TV series. Wait, yes. Fargo TV series or the movie? I One of know. those. I can't remember. Might I can't have been the movie. Too hard. It might hurt my head. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I love the guy. He's a, a, a character actor. He's yes. been like several things. I don't know his name. Neither do. You know what he is? He's the Russian. He's that guy. Yeah. Like you see him. Oh, it's that dude. Yeah. It's that dude who was in this. And this. Like he's that dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's not like a lot of horror. Like Friday the Thirteenth didn't really no. scare me. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't really scare me. Uh, uh, Carrie, on the other hand, Carrie was pretty creepy. What about Hellraiser? Hellraiser never messed with me. Mm-hmm. That's just gore porn. Yeah. You know, that, like that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I watched that and it's like, oh, that yeah. was really weird and gross. That's about it. Did you it. ever see the movie The Witch? Oh, The Witch? The yeah, movie? yeah. Fuck that. I saw part of it and I was like, nope, I'm turning the shit off. Did, did you see the, the part with the baby? Yeah, I've that, seen. I saw that and I was like, I, done. I, 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 I don't have words. Yeah. 
It was so creepy. It was so gross. It was and it so was Lysa, the actress who played Lysa Aaron in Game of Thrones. It was. And so that was even creepier for me because I was like, oh my God, I just saw her but breastfeed she, her grown child. She just had the. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The, honestly, one of the most disturbing. I've seen uh, Hostile. Yeah. I've seen like really, really horrific movies. Yeah. I've seen Faces of Death. Don't no. judge me. No. I was a teenager. Uh-huh. And this was one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen in any movie ever. Yeah. Or in life. It yeah. was so gross. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I, I, I get it, I guess. Yeah. I wish the movie was better because it would have justified that scene. The movie was a C. It was a movie. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. But it was like it wasn't horrible but in no way shape or form was it any good okay you know um but yeah i i crave scary movies like i, I love don't. scary movies. i don't i don't like to be scared that's that's why i play scary video games nope. silent hill i actually like the silent hill movie the first one stop if you watch it just for it to be a like a bad video game movie it's pretty good uh, very true yeah but like I, doom but I, I love doom yes so do i because it's like it's mindless <laughs> yes so uh, silent hill the the game mm-hmm is one of the greatest yeah, it's creepy horror as things ever. So the first game actually took place like 90% of the game in a church yes. or in a school. Yes. There's like little skinless demon kids yep. that stab you. It's like, it's really, really messed up. But like in the creepiest way, it wasn't like gore porn. Yeah. Mostly. Um, but it was so good. And then the movie was just like, oh, here is not any of that. They didn't follow the lore. I was really, really upset with it. So, okay but I understand why you like it yeah. because you never really played the game. Correct. Same thing with well, like Resident Evil. Yeah. People are like, oh, Resident Evil made like hundred million dollars. Those movies are garbage. The games are amazing. So it's also my inner nerdum coming out. Yep. So like all like I play scary. I play scary games because I like that. I jump out of airplanes because I like that fear. Adrenaline junkie. Yeah, much? a little bit. Maybe yeah. you know I don't ride motorcycles because I don't really know how to ride a bike. Neither do I. Do you know how to ride a bike? No. Did we just bond again? Yes. Are we going to have a neuro nerd? Our f- you know what we should do? Nope. Our first neuro nerd like YouTube video or something? Nope. Learning how to ride a bike. Uh, yes? I'll do it if you do it. Okay. Come on. I need to learn because I fancy myself a pretty damn good athlete, right? Will you get me on a on a bike? I, I look like a, 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 what, a baby deer trying to walk for the first time. Okay. I'm super awkward. It's going to be so much fun. All right, all right. Are you guys excited? Let me know. And if you have any tips or tricks. Let us know, please. Please. I will have all the knee pads and elbows and helmets on. I've hit a point where I'm not We have to have helmets. We have brain injuries. Oh, absolutely. I I even hit a point where I'm not ashamed. I'll rock the the, the safety wheels. Perfect. Why not? The neuro nerds learn how to ride. (laughs) No, there's got to be something better than that. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. On that note, that actually might be the most scary thing yeah. we've talked about. Yeah. Screw it in cosmic horror. It's us learning to ride a bike. As always, the Neuro Nerds, we're here to help reach out to us at Lauren L. Manzano on everything, yep. at Joso Rocks at everything. We love you guys. Let us know if you know how to ride a bike or if you don't, if you have any Bicycle. tips or tricks. Bicycle. Me I want to ride my bicycle. No. Bicicleta. Bicicleta. Yeah. See. Okay, and on that note, that very disappointing yet not surprising note. <laughs> Bye, guys. Neuro nerds out. You don't know how to ride a bike? Nope.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.